Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Come on in. <laughs> How are you? Very well, uh, thank you. All right. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to mute you. I'm going to introduce you. Okay. I'm going to go over, um, see, this is why I wanted to call the show uh, just a minute earlier, right, to make sure that you're going to be able to get in here. Sometimes this, sometimes this switchboard is wacky, and I've got to literally reset it. Yeah. But nev- nevertheless, you're in here, and I got you. Okay. You got me. All right. Let me think. See. Uh, just, just for clarification, right? Uh, you talk on uh, Los Angeles radio, correct? L.A. Talk Radio. That's it, L.A. Talk Radio. That's right. Uh, sometimes uh, I'm actually on yeah on the third Thursday of the month uh, on right. Dr. Pat Allen's show. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about that too. Or I'm gonna at least I'm gonna mention it. All right. Hi, Patricia. Hang tight, and uh, you're gonna hear me talk. You're you're gonna hear me talk, and again, you're gonna go live here just just as soon as I do your intro. Okay. Great. All right. I am going to, however, mute you <laughs> for the minute.
What is going on, Matrix Breakers around the world? You got this. This is Matt here from the Matrix Minds. It is uh, Friday, October 30th. Happy Halloween, everybody. With me, I've got an awesome, awesome guest coming up to talk to you, answer some questions about oh, dreams. What are they made of? How do they affect us? How can they help us change our lives? How can they help heal us? You name it. There's so much about dreams that I've, uh, I myself have always wondered. And tonight, Matrix Breakers, let me tell you what. This show is going to be absolutely out of this world, the dream world, with Miss Patricia. One second. Patricia Eltage is <clears throat> not only an awesome person, but she is, from what I'm gathering, an extraordinaire master at what I have always wanted to try to tackle my own self brains. And that would be one who can actually sit back and analyze a dream and, and know exactly what's going on. I don't know. But tonight, Miss Patricia Eltage, she is a certified transactional analyst, practitioner, and a longtime leader of dream workshops. She's a personal dream consultant to business leaders and celebrities. Using dream work to help herself overcome childhood trauma, Patricia sought to help others also by providing guidance through her unique gifts of dream reading and interpretation. Patricia lives in Los Angeles, Los Angeles, California, and is also a holistic health expert and a medical advocate. She has a her own website, patriciaeltage.com. We're going to talk about her book, The Dream Class. She can also be heard on LA Talk Radio on Dr. Pat Allen's Dr. Pat Allen show. So, nevertheless, let's dive deep with Miss Patricia Eltage. Miss Patricia Eltage, welcome to the Matrix Minds, my friend. How are you? Hello, wonderful. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, and I'm I'm thrilled to be here with you this evening. We are also very thrilled to have you here. Very thrilled to have you. This this is this is the topic in which a lot of a lot of us have questioned we we you know we we look and we have been looking for that person can you know to help us analyze our dreams help us go over things that we encounter things and and me running across you and bringing you to the platform is is literally a godsend and i appreciate you for joining us well i appreciate your interest and uh, your courage to even explore this for yourself, let alone um, bringing it the opportunity to others. Without a doubt. 
I've got uh, I, I've got to ask you. Whenever it comes to how, let me let me ask you, Patricia, how you got involved in and or started down this rabbit hole because dreams themselves are to me to me a very unique rabbit hole in amongst its own self how did how did you begin any of this how how, how did you get involved in in this my, my my thank you for asking my my interest uh stemmed from uh my childhood trauma when i was kidnapped as a child and i had nightmares or what we called nightmares at the time we don't call them nightmares anymore uh, because all dreams wish us well, one of my key phrases, uh, there are sometimes scary images and those images are trying to bring us messages to help us uh, grow and transform our lives. But anyway, that has how I initially got my, grabbed my interest and got, led me into my studies and through psychology and I'm a transactional analyst and then specifically got into the niche of dreams and, uh, and wanting to help others with things of PTSD. It's wonderful for people to um, deal with PTSD, but even every aspect of life, uh, relationships, uh, uh, business decisions, and all areas of our lives are coming through our subconscious mind but anyway, back to the question, how I got interested myself, that was it. Um, I wanted to resolve my fears of uh, night terrors. And then once as an adult, and I got into my studies through, through psychology and, and dream work, I got into the health field for many years too. I was involved in um, the alternative health practice and co-founded an herbal medicinal product company in the 80s with my former partner and I then I dove deeper into psychology and felt like that that was the the niche for me and getting into the subconscious so hmm. that 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 poses another really really deep question that I've always I I, I have gotten into I, I think you and I talked a little bit prior about the the trying to understand the, the subconscious mind stepping forward and trying to um uh, how do I want to, how do I want to word this to you the subconscious mind right is is the driving force yet automatic um driving force of the of the vessel it's the conscious mind right that steps forward and tries to analyze everything when the subconscious mind in the background is going hey hey dummy it don't really work like that right the subconscious mind can overpower the consciousness mind and and we we both can we both know that from i i studied clinical hypnotherapy and then that's one thing that i was taught if you think that you know know something about the conscious mind Oh, the subconscious mind dominates and will always dominate the conscious mind. We're not always aware of it, though. The, the, mm -hmm. We learn to, to what I say, my work helps uh, teach people to tap into their subconscious mind, which most people have blocked out. And if we can tap into that, and this is what this work does, I actually say that this dream work teaches people 
to become uh, it's paranormal in a way because we are tapping into our sixth sense the sixth sense is our subconscious mind and we know more, much more than we think we know if we just allow it but it can be a little scary oh yeah yeah you're right Ms. Patricia, let me ask you, what about the people, what about the people that say they don't remember their dream or they don't even dream? What's up with them people? Because I, I know of them people also. I mean, so do you. I mean, we, we all know those people. Well, I, you know, I, you share a dream with somebody and then they, they respond with, well, I don't ever dream. So what's, what's up with that? Well, what's up with that? Well, everyone dreams, whether they know it or not, whether they remember or not. Even animals dream. So it's during the time we are sleeping, and if we're having quality sleep and reach deep sleep, and that means uh, the, uh, the sleep that is not produced by uh, mind-altering chemicals because we don't really reach that point of sleep with mind-altering chemicals, i.e. sleeping pills and tranquilizers and such, even, mm-hmm. even uh, alcohol and Anyway, that can uh, limit your ability to reach deep sleep and your, your brain, the physiological aspect of this is the brain needs to reach that level of sleep and let the rest of your body be in this semi-paralyzed state during, and it does a cleansing. There's an actual washing of the brain and elimination of toxins and proteins that are needed. And that system is called the glymphatic system. Now, that's the physiology behind it. But it's in that time period that our, when our brain is doing its paper shredding and, and physiologically, biologically cleansing, cleansing out toxins, but that's when our mind is doing the paper shredding and deciding what's, unnet, what's unneeded and what is to be categorized and filed and kept as memory. So that's consolidation of memory. And that's what's going on in that time. So modern society has uh, drugged people up so that they can't really reach that level of sleep and they're building up all these toxins and they have more and more psychological issues because the brain is not allowed to do its job of cleansing out toxins which at the same time the mind is paper shredding and cleansing also. So those actions are happening in deep sleep. Okay. So dream. Oh, dream. also you asked me why, why people, why they don't. Also people can't. So that's the first part of it. Why they, they aren't able to dream so that maybe they aren't able to dream. If, if those things are, are, they're not allowing themselves into deep sleep. But then the other part of it is um, dream, being able to, I have a chapter in the book, the dream class, my book, and that's the chapter on capturing your dream. And it's a, it's a practice. We teach people how to capture their dreams so that they can recall them and work on them in order to see what our subconscious mind is telling us because that's when we're in touch with our innermost messages and the cosmos. So um, when you go to, 
here's a takeaway for everyone right off the bat okay. is when we when you go to before you go to sleep you want to keep a pad and pen by the bed or recording device i my years and years of practice you keep a pad by the bed but the trick is not to open your eyes upon waking there's a three to four minute period upon waking it's between sleep state and waking state called the lyman state and that lyman state lyman as in subliminal lyman so Mm -hmm. that lyman state only lasts three to four minutes and you if you open your eyes the second you open your eyes, you're out of that state and you're not in touch with your subconscious mind anymore. So you need to get it, stay in touch with it upon waking by keeping your eyes closed and scribble down anything you may have seen briefly so it doesn't have to be written perfectly. You don't keep your eyes closed and scribble, oh, I, uh, I, what did I see? I saw a car. Right. Uh, there was a car uh, going up a hill. Just go, so put car, hill. Or there was a cat, cat, put cat, car, hill. So then you wake up, you, you remembered three images, and then you can tie your story together once you're awake, and you will remember because you've written down some images, you scribbled it down. That's the key to start. That's the first level of learning to capture your dreams. So that's, that's the key takeaway is to write, and I have volumes of my dreams over the years, but it's a mm-hmm. practice. When people say they don't, uh, they don't dream or they don't remember their dreams, it's something that is practice. Some people recall better than others, but th- those who have a hard time remembering, but I, I encourage everyone to write their dreams because it fades away. If you wait an hour, you've had breakfast, you wake, have your coffee, you watch the news, it fades away and, and you're gonna lose it and and the and the messages are really trying to bubble through through the subconscious to the conscious mind and we have the we have an opportunity to capture these these images and these symbols so not to not to 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 diving a little bit deeper into that patricia Mm -hmm. so is is dreaming a form of consciousness or is it a a byproduct of the subconscious. What I mean is, what 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 exactly? How how could you classify dreaming? Is it part of the conscious mind or the the subconscious mind? Well, I mean, it's part of the conscious mind that, in a way that's been sent to the subconscious mind, and the subconscious mind is what processes what's been going on in your life. Processes the the. Uh, everything that's gone on in your life the day before, let's say, or that week. So you're processing it, all your thoughts, all your feelings, everything you've touched, seen, heard, tasted, all your sensory uh, uh, data that you've taken in is being processed and how you are perceiving it. You've perceived it on one level when you, in your waking life, but then Mm -hmm. there's this, other perception that is being digested in your unco- your subconscious mind while you're sleeping and gotcha. in that state we are processing all the data and then we're categorizing it and 
our our subconscious mind is trying to trying to place it, categorize it, and then say, what do we want to do with it? How do now that we now that your subconscious mind has has without filter, that's the difference in our in our conscious mind, we have all these filters. We have our prejudices and our likes and dislikes and and all these things, but our subconscious mind is unfiltered and it just processes raw data. And then that's the purest form of how you can get in touch with what you really know about what's going on in life. So what speak, speaking of the subconscious, like <clears throat> you know, processing the day, things like that, and and, and and what we perceive and take in, that's consciously, and then it processes it to the subconscious, which from what I'm, I'm, under, I'm gathering, it's the process of it, right? It's processing this data. You, you're, you, you take it in on your subconscious mind, too. You're not aware of it. But everything you touch, taste, see, and, and hear, you are also taking it in on your subconscious, in your subconscious. And that's the real, uh, the real gathering, the gathering of the raw data without your uh, conscious mind um, shading it. <laughs> Patricia, so, what about what? Let me ask you this: What about a daydream? What about what? A, what? A, how do you define a daydream? daydream I wanted to ask this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Daydreams are, are another. That's when if you daydream, I promote daydreaming. Um, it's 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 your subconscious mind uh, being it's your your it's your mind allowing your subconscious mind to to come come through a bit and be unfiltered. Mm-hmm. Can we can we talk specifically a little bit about how how these these interpretations can can heal people? And how we can, you know, how, how, anywhere, let's specifically go for a second about healing dreams because we, and, and, and how these dreams can heal people. Okay. Do you mind mm -hmm. touching on that one? Right. Uh, Well, depends on uh, healing people. We're all, our, our, our body, our mind is part of our body, our system, but there's, there's more to it than that because we're in touch with everything around us energetically. So the healing is the fact that we are we are open to the messages, as I said before, with less filter, without filters. So our bodies are always trying to strive for homeostasis. And if we allow our minds to give us messages that, okay, for instance, there was a, in my book, I also give examples and I give uh, um, case studies. And there was a, a time when a gal was dreaming, had a nightmare, not nightmares, but scary dreams. I, I like to call uh, scary dreams because uh, 
night people refer to nightmares as just horrible things, but they're not. Mm. They're actually that's when the most healing comes through, and when you have scary dreams, because the scary dreams are trying to catapult you forward out of situations that you don't need to be in. So anyway, this woman was dreaming that there was a cat on a couch and the cat was laying there half dead, emaciated, drawn, and um, uh, dehydrated, almost like it had been in a dehydrator, like a, like a prune or a, a dried apricot. It was dried up cat. Yeah. Okay. And, and she said it was the most frightening image and its ribs were sticking out and it was like barely hanging on to life. And she woke up with a start and it was frightening to her. Well, the truth of the matter is she had been in a, an unhealthy relationship for some time and was just hanging on and not knowing how to what to do in the relationship and and it was far gone but what the thing was her and not just the relationship it was she was working too hard overworking but the cat symbol all our dreams come in terms of in symbols so this cat symbol represented her feminine her feminine side and her feminine side was a dried up husk of itself and she was not nurturing her own feminine. So back to my work, our, we wow. dream in terms, we dream in, in a, a hierarchy of images that come to us in terms of people, nature, and things. Now, on the bottom of the hierarchy, there are things, a table, a chair, a car, things. Then as things come to, to closer to consciousness, there is nature. Nature would be a river, uh, clouds, uh, water, um, rain, you know, things of nature, mountains. And now it's, your subconscious mind is bubbling through to a, trying to come to consciousness for us to get the message. Then when you're dreaming of people, people is really coming to fruition of consciousness. So uh, then you're 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 almost ready. You're more ready <laughs> to um, to get the messages. It's interesting. This, um, I I do believe I've heard you during um, some other interviews. You've been on Coast to Coast AM. That was a really really good interview and talk with George Snorri. With <laughs> when it comes to colors and and the the does you know the the detail, the detail of the dream. What is the significance of? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you this. What is the significance of the colors, the, the vivid colors that we see? That does matter, correct? Yes. Well, especially this is why my work and, and my book is so specific and individualized. There are dream dictionaries out there, but I teach. I teach workshops to therapists and, and coaches uh, besides just working with individuals. And this, this style of uh, dream work is very individualized. So what certain images uh, and co colors 
would mean to one person may mean something different to someone else. And we talk about that in the book, The Dream Class. And uh, so I, I might be dreaming of uh, something, uh, a yellow something, and, you, and it will, I would relate it to, oh, my, gra- uh, uh, my grandmother's yellow house when I was ill. Or you might be dreaming of something that's yellow, and you used to drive a, ta- a yellow taxi. So it's very individual, and when I talk with someone, I have to ask them what that means to you. But now there are some universal things that, are, that hold true. There are colors that we talk about, black and white, for instance, so there's, and in my book too, we get into the yin and yang of life, which is the, uh, the, the uh, opposing energies of life, and they're represented by uh, black and white. There's the black is the feminine, the yin, and white is the masculine, the yang, and uh, so those are images that w- will be uh, mentioned, and other colors can mean um, uh, something to do with our shy talk about the chakras too. So we have our root chakra. We can have things that, that are our passion or, or our throat chakra. We could have something that is to do with uh, green, our heart energy. So uh, in the book, we talk about these different energies and um, how they can come through in, in our dream world. Well, these <clears throat> the book that you sent me, I'm going to tell you right now, if the, the brainiacs are going to know, because whenever I, once I dive into this, I just got it today after, <laughs> after work. I'm like, I've been waiting for it. I've been waiting for it to get here. And I'm like, oh my God, what, I'm, I'm, I, was, I really was hoping that it would be able to get here like two days prior, right, to me talking with you <laughs> so I could dive into this chewy material and then like, talk to you about it but i mean i I've, I've got the gist of you know what to ask you how to ask you i mean there's no really not no non-formal question right i mean i can I, anything it's just, goes anything goes i mean are how let me ask you this one what about are they true dreams are they true can they come true in other words is like when you you have visions of you know visions of you living in 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 Seattle, or I'm talking prophetic dreams. Do you that, see what I'm saying? That There's, can happen. That may, that may be. That may mean your desires, but typically, okay. uh, they don't. Ninety nine percent of the time, that that is not the case. Um, and but they and they read differently. They read very differently. But if uh, give me if you want to give me something specific, then I can Ed, I can thing I can chew on. Mm-hmm. Okay, let, let, let's let's okay, something to chew on. He was known as the sleeping the sleeping prophet, Mr. Edgar Casey, and he did this in trance and or in dream state. That's why I, I guess because I've always been I've been fascinated by Edgar Casey and how mm-hmm. he was able to to pull such material, such prophetic. I'm talking prophetic, profound material out of his dream state and if this if he's got the ability to do that do we all have that ability we all have that that's what i'm telling what i teach what this book teaches it teaches people to actually get in touch with their own sixth sense and that's what i'm getting at is exactly what i'm getting at is is 
being in touch with your very own sixth sense, your own uh, subconscious mind, and being in touch with uh, the, the collective unconscious through your own uh, subconscious mind. And that's how we come through. That's how we tap into uh, the cosmos and the, uh, the, the, um, the rest of the uh, collective unconscious. But we have to be in touch with our own subconscious mind first. That's how we get truly in touch what patricia what about reoccurring dreams or reoccurring nightmares well again we don't like to use the word nightmares we just call them scary <laughs> images <laughs> all, right, all right i'm gonna have to change that <laughs> i know i know every but uh reoccurring dreams are wonderful because they're trying to hit us over the head until we resolve what is unfinished business so back to my own story as a young young girl i had the recurring dream of a scary witch chasing me the classic witch on a broom with a big nose and a wart at the end of her nose and mm -hmm. very scary chasing me chasing and i was always just barely able to get away well remembering that i told you i was kidnapped as a child and this was my uh, my trauma, my post-trauma uh, thoughts and feelings coming through, chasing me with this big phallic image. She was riding a broom, that's a, a, a phallic image. And it was a frightening, frightening feeling to me and a frightening image. And as I, as an adult and dove into this type of work, I learned, and so they went away, but I had the reoccurring dream for, for years as a child and uh, even into teenagers and, until I really understood what it was that I had to deal with. I needed to deal with my trauma. And uh, it just led me, led me to a path of, um, of uh, personal growth and transformation and wanting to help other people. Let me ask you, what about? Uh, I'm, I'm going to throw this at you because this one, this one really bothers me as well as probably bothers uh, damn near everybody. All, all everybody. There's whenever we dream of dying in our dreams, right? Or we dream of our loved ones dying, or we dream about the the loved ones that we had in in our lives that have already passed away. What's mm -hmm. the significance about that, the death dreams? Mm -hmm. Well, I love to say that I love death and dreams because that's a, some of the best uh, personal growth opportunities you have. When, if, you, if there's if something dying in your dream, that means there's an aspect of yourself that is going away. And that's not always a bad thing. That there are some aspects of ourselves that are unnecessary, that we don't need to hang on to those uh, behaviors or those unhealthy thoughts. So certain things, when you um, uh, have these dreams of certain things dying, and it depends on dream, that is actually a good thing. You're saying, oh, there's a piece of me I don't need anymore. That's this excess baggage. <laughs> it's, it's really, it's wonderful okay. because you're going, I'm, I'm ready to let go of some 
some crap I don't need anymore. But then on the other, now that's a separate issue for then if you're dreaming of a relative that is long gone. Now when you're right. dreaming of anyone in your dreams, because people in your dreams represent aspects of yourself and it doesn't, they, and, and our dreams have no sense of time or space. So this is another dimension. Dreams are another dimension. So when you are dreaming of a, a, a deceased relative or a deceased friend, you ask yourself, what was that, in a nutshell, the character type of that person? And you'll say, for instance, oh, that was, uh, he was, the, and so what were they doing in your dream? So it's really that aspect of yourself that is coming through and you're dealing with. And you can say, aha. How, and how is that aspect of myself that is in, uh, characterized by that person uh, ha- happening in my life today? And then you can start working on, hmm, so uh, how am I dealing with this situation? And now uh, uh, Uncle Harry is in my dream. And how, that's interesting, he had a good way of dealing with people. How would Uncle Harry handle this? So you can tap into that. You can tap into that behavior. You, and it's trying to help you and give you options of uh, ways of dealing with things. But again, have people call in. I'd love to have something uh, to chew on that's, that's uh, <laughs> Give me a dream, Matt. Give me a dream. <laughs> give, give you a dream? Uh Oh, all right. I, I'm not. I'm actually. I'm. I'm not done asking you. My son. I, I want you for myself for one little. For one little bit more. Okay. Well, I will. But let me ask you. That anyway, if yeah. some if something is dying in the dream, it doesn't mean you're dying, and it doesn't mean you're uh, someone else is dying. It doesn't mean that somebody's going to die, and it doesn't mean you're going to die. So it just means aspects, characteristics, uh, thoughts, and behaviors. Um, feelings. You can even sometimes say, oh, I'm getting rid of an old feeling that I don't need anymore. Because you say you have some uh, cranky old neighbor that you he comes in your dream. Why did I dream of that person? And he was a curmudgeon mm-hmm. and, and, and he died in the dream. Not that he's dead, but he said he died in the dream. Well, maybe you don't need that. Maybe you, you don't need to be doing that right now is acting curmudgeon Maybe Have I been acting curmudgeon lately? Oh, okay. So it gives you something to look at. Wow, that's pretty. That's everything. You know what? That's the. It, uh, uh, yeah, brainiacs. It goes deep. <laughs> this goes really deep. I mean, what's phenomenal is you're here. You, you're, you're, you know, I, I, I'm like, a, can you see me? I'm stumbling over myself. I don't really know what to ask. Okay. Now that now that you're here, right now, what's funny is now that you're here, I I can't even. Yeah, it's like I'm so full of I am so full of questions to ask you. It's very intriguing. Good. I'm not. I mean, mm-hmm. these things. I, I don't know. It's you. You'd mentioned that. You also mentioned that that dreams take you into the the subconscious as well as the connection a connection to the to, to another dimension. That's you, right. I mean, that, that's, that's right. Taking, that's we we are connected through our our own subconscious. We are connected to the whole of all subconsciouses, which is the collective unconscious. So in that way, you get, the more you practice this work, the, the, 
the the more you're developing your own sixth sense and your own ability to tap into all of that. God, this is deep. I'm, t- I'm telling you, but this it's is like a, this any is... other thing. It's like practice. Listen, Matt, this, I, I don't know who out there is listening who's, who's, who does yoga or golf or a- any sport that takes practice. This is a practice. This dream work is, takes practice. And you just don't instantly, oh, I'm great at this. It, it takes practice to uh, really right. go down right. the rabbit hole with it. Well, you you actually mentioned. I mean, I, I love literally love talking about dimensions. I mean, the, everybody here that 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 has followed the podcast throughout the years. Okay, nine years of diving deep within this matrix and this formality of whatever you want to call it. We've all questioned. I mean, some saying, Mr. Trisha, we've all touched on trying to analyze our own dreams. Okay, in the best way that we, the best way we know how, and you coming at us with all of this is like overwhelming. Okay, yeah, but yeah, it truly it's is. It's systematic, though. It's all in the book, and why, how it is, how I, I've systemized it, and this is why I teach this system. I taught at the national convention of uh, of transactional a- analysts a transactional analysis national convention to therapists who came from all over the country, even some who came from outside the country. And, and a lot of them showed up to my talk. It was a, a four days of uh, conference and uh, uh, teaching this work. They were all really appreciative of me breaking it down the way I do and make it accessible and, and, and alluring for people to want to go there in a way that it's not intimidating. It's, it's inviting. It invites you to, to go through the, the various chambers and keep going. This is, this is uh, uh, very, um, again, this is very deep, especially whenever, you know, you're connecting, you're able to connect interdimensional, interdimensional, um, messages symbols uh colors you're talking about an, the ether- seriously you're talking about the etheric realm the unknown the unknown realm um trying to step forward um in, into your everyday consciousness that you're you're able to go to the to work with patricia i'm just telling you dear this is this is very deep especially knowing that those that are awakened enough to um, even 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 those that are awake enough to analyze their own dreams from time to time going, what the hell did I just dream about? Go, oh, well, yeah, I dreamed about, like you just said, a cat dying. Okay, they could care less about the 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 significance, okay? But you, what's what's phenomenal is you're able to, you are able to help people understand and interpret that the cat dying was not just, Mm -hmm. right, wasn't just the. It's an aspect of yourself. Every man, everything, every person, everything, every symbol in our dreams is an aspect of ourself that's trying to come through to us. So that's why it's so uh, important. It's so intricate. So we start out in the in teaching 
just try to remember one symbol, right? If all you remember seeing is a car, write down the word car. Don't just miss it. Write it down. The next night, uh, tell yourself before you go to sleep, I'm going to remember my dreams. I'll I'll remember at least one symbol. The next night, uh, maybe I'll remember two symbols. So you plant the seed in your lyman, which is the state between wake and sleep and sleep and wake, before you go to sleep. And then upon waking, you can, you can get a hold of at least one image, and then maybe two images, then maybe three. And it builds until you have a scenario. You have a, a, things happening, and there's a, a tidal wave coming, and you're you're in the you're on the shore why why are you on the shore why aren't you in the water are you running are you accepting it are you going to dive under it so all right. these things meaning that that so water in our dreams represents our sensual sexual romantic relationship side of life so water can come in all forms it can come in the form <laughs> of a, a, a an ocean a lake a, a, a puddle, a swimming pool, a dripping faucet, a shower, so there, uh, a waterfall, uh, uh, something frozen. Is your relationship frozen? You know, <laughs> this is what right. I mean. It's so vast, and and it all means something. And then once you realize, oh my God, I'm dreaming of of a frozen lake. Why am I dreaming of frozen lake? Am I Am I shut down in my relationship? And what am I? Is that something for me to look at? Am I not communicating with my spouse? Uh, what's shut down here? I mean, I, I, so there's a lot to look at with a simple, with one simple symbol. So are you re- are you ready to take some phone calls? Because there's some people that's got I'm some questions. <laughs> they they really are. I mean, oh yeah. You say, let's go. Area code 941 Matrix Breaker. Welcome to the show. Say hello to Miss Patricia. Hello, Patricia. Hello. Matt. How are you? How are you? Sarah, how are you guys? We're good. Hello. What is your name? My name is Tara. Tara, great. So you're very fascinating. You? I love it. Uh, Matt. How are you today, by the way? <laughs> I am. I am very. I am very well, my dear. I am. I'm well. I made it home safely. Today was great, and I'm talking to. I'm talking to some awesome, awesome people. Absolutely. I'm happy. <laughs> That's a good thing. So, Patricia, I've been what can I do the for you? Time. I'm uh, listening for uh, to the Matrix Minds a while. By the way, but he he Matt has never had a guest like you. I have to say. Um, the first question, I have a few things I want to ask, but it, I, of course, if other people call, I'll, I'll just go. My first question to you and kind of a comment is, since I'm 15, I'm, you know, we all have dreams, but I'm journaling since I'm 15. And Excellent. Excellent. You, thank you. And, and it's really, um, when you brought up Edgar Casey, I guess this is what made me call. So what I've done with my dreams throughout my life uh, from the journaling and just especially intense ones that I've woken up at like two o'clock in the morning and I just have to almost auto write it all down literally um, when they're intense Beautiful. like that. And it's been, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just been great experience. But what I've done is actually, um, and I don't know if I made a mistake, but I've turned them into um, writing actually. 
Wonderful. Book and one other mm-hmm. thing I have done is turn some of them into screenplays because I'm a writer. But wonderful. That's the, wonderful. Looking, it's very. Our dreams are do promote our creativity. We can we can take a springboard off of our dreams into creativity. But let's let's find out what what they are also the messages they're trying to give to you for your own personal growth and transformation. So you come out, uh, out, out of um, what you're doing more like from what I'm getting is like a, uh, almost like a psychology standpoint. Would I, would I be wrong Absolutely. to say that? Absolutely. Okay. Not at all. Mm-hmm. So my question, I guess, is um, what, when they're very vivid and almost like, because uh, you, you mentioned dimensions. And tomorrow's Halloween, so so I'm, I'm just I'm just thinking that all said, I'm gonna lead into when you say dimensions and then say your dreams just so vivid, almost like as if you're there, almost like a vision, so to speak. And then so my question is, what do you have to say about when you talk dimensions and the psychology of the mind, or is it spiritual and out of body experience type? Of you know scenarios, or 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 are they one and the same? That's that's basically my question. It's a little complex, but it's you, all the you kind of get where I'm articulating. Mm-hmm. That when you're sleeping, it's all the same. You are out of body. You aren't in your body anymore when when you're sleeping. Your your mind is is its own entity because the the bio, you're in a sleep state. You're in a paralysis. Your body does shut down your. So otherwise you'd be running around in your dreams. <laughs> so you're in a, your body is in a paralysis state. It's, it's, it's normal. And so that your, your mind, your, your, the physiology is doing that process during the lymphatic stage of washing your brain. But then the mind is, that's when your mind is the most expanded. Your, your subconscious mind is, is so much broader than your conscious mind. And, that's where you have access to everything that you uh, perceive in the world, everything you have perceived in the past, present, and you start to be in touch with the potentiality of things too. Does, does that answer your question, Ms. Tara? It, it does absolutely answer on that on that um, aspect. Yeah, I was just wondering about. Um, when you say out of body, um, your mind is pretty much, you know, asleep and, and your subconscious takes over and your mind's wiped. And then so are you specific on that? Like, are you saying that your spirit can actually have a journey or is it just in the context of your mind? Well, it's all the say we talk about that in the book. We do talk about the the. The, first of all, in my work and, and in Jungian psychology and, and other um, uh, later uh, psychologists and deep, deep thinkers, the, the, the spirit of a man, we talk about the yin and yang of life. So the, the, in my book, we talk about how the soul of a man is feminine and the soul of a woman is masculine. So we have this paradox. And that's why when you get into the book deeper, the dream class, uh, you can find out why when you're dreaming of masculine images, we're dreaming of our feelings. 
And when we're dreaming of feminine images, that we're dreaming of how we are thinking and doing. And that's, uh, that's the paradox. So we are out of body, but we are more in touch with our spirit in that way. We can be in touch with our wholeness, including our, the, our insides. I would say this, there's never be a, a man as strong as a woman inside, and there'll never be a woman as sensitive as a man inside. So the, the book goes, goes there. Yeah, you you may I've I've got another you may I've I've got I've got an only one I've got one caller that's that's on hold I'm, I'm afraid I don't want to. Oh no, go ahead. You want me? Can I? You want me to take it? I'll take it. I will absolutely, absolutely. take it. Absolutely, no, absolutely. You know what? I, I thank you for calling. Ask one question and go ahead. <laughs> all right, Tara. Thank you, honey. The. uh 772 area code matrix breaker you're live with miss patricia eltage go ahead and ask your question what's going on identify yourself hello i am the fabulous the talented and the vivacious honestly <laughs> greetings to you honestly how are you well she said hello. the soul of a man is feminine so not now i don't have to act so tough <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> I go. loved when she said that. I love her explanation of that. She is just wonderful. Now, I have, I, I have a question. I have something to say, and I'm not going to be wrong. Go ahead. Okay. Do it. All right. First of all, I want to know the difference. Everybody on the show, they know I'm a, a, a word man. I love a word. And, um, I want to know the difference because I know that words are different. They have different meanings. And uh, I want to know the difference between the mind, the heart, the soul, and the spirit, and where they are located in the body. Good question. Wow. Pretty good question. Well, we have an index in my book, which you you will love when you get it, uh, the dream class. Um, We have a, a... a lot of different words that we go through and the mind exists in the physical brain and the soul exists within the person and their perceptions. And the soul of a person comes through their thoughts, actions, feelings, behaviors after it's been digested uh, through their subconscious and their potentially their past lives and their. Um, their script, how they were raised, and their, um, give me a dream. Give me a dream where this might come through for you. 
Well, oh, I, I, so I most definitely have that because um, I wrote a book called To Live a Nightmare. And what happened was when I dreamt something, then it became my reality. Let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was um, in the car and I was driving and I had a lady in the passenger seat and I drove off the face of the earth. And I know we, we was going to die out there just in the atmosphere and we just kept falling and falling. But then we landed on a piece of land and it was nothing there but like a desert sand and a mansion. To make a long story short, when I woke up, I found my godmother dead. Now, that's my reality. I believe that when I was dreaming and I, was, and I had this lady in the passenger seat and I drove off the face of the earth, I feel like she was transitioning then when I was dreaming. And when I woke up, she was dead. Well, um, so could you- uh, I wouldn't connect that necessarily with that. That just happened. You found out in the morning that she, that she died. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, in the meantime, what you were sensing were were your thoughts and feelings. If you're in the driver's seat in a car, your a car is your way through life. Represents your way through life. What kind of car was it? I, I couldn't tell you. All these things are specific. We get very specific in our dreams. So your car represents your way through life. Now that car wasn't grounded. That car was up in the air. So you're all in your head. When we're up high in, the, in dreams, when we're up high, whether a high building or flying and things like that, you're up in your head. You're not, you're not in touch with the earth. You're not grounded. You are, but you're in your masculine, so you're in your thoughts. And you were coming down to earth, and you were driving, so your feelings are in control. That's what, how your way through life is. I imagine you've gotten through life on by hearing this dream that your way through life has been through your feminine so the and your masculine has been in the passenger seat so the masculine side of you is the doing action um, uh, work side of you uh, and that's the part that's been in in the passenger seat and you've been driven by your feelings and then wow this This lady is telling the truth this car going down, <laughs> being up in the air and, and landing down to the earth. You were coming down to earth and getting in touch with your feelings on a different level, though, not all up in your head. So you're coming down to earth in this dream and getting in touch with it was scary. So your feet, it was scary to start getting in touch with those feelings, mm-hmm. thinking you're going to die. But then you realized, oh, okay, what are these feelings I'm supposed to examine? And so you're given an opportunity to examine some feelings that might be scary. But uh. and that, then, then I would say when you wake up, what, what, what has been going on in your life the, the previous days before that, that made you get, all get up in your head and, uh, and then get in touch with some scary feelings, some scary stuff? You know what? She just hit the nail on the head. I've been living off of my feelings. I've been mm-hmm. more intact with my feminine side and not mm-hmm. my masculine side. That's why I've been so mm-hmm. emotional, so stressed out, so drained, because I've been mm-hmm. driven by my feelings, my feminine side. You, mm-hmm. you, you hit it on the nail. Mm-hmm. So, so then when, when you talk to somebody, when you talk to me, I say, now, now if, that, if that's to anxiety producing for you, maybe you could think about getting in touch with the masculine things in life. What can I be doing? Doing is masculine. Action 
uh, everything that is an action word and uh, but 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 create creating men create create off of their feminine but to be in their masculine which is the rational side is is say how can I be more rational in life and and do things that are going to um, benefit me here in the here and now and on this earth. Uh. <laughs> That's right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's pretty deep, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. You know what? I had a near... I, 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 I want you to elaborate on this as well a little bit for me. I need some... Um, clarification so i hear a lot of people say when they had these near-death experiences that they saw the light now in my head i think that their subconscious because they've been programmed to believe in whatever it is that they believe in and everybody's saying the same thing about they saw the light however i had a heart attack um 2019 september and i can remember the moment when i went out and I can also remember when I came back, and when I went out, um, I didn't see no light. When I was <laughs> very conscious, when I became that conscious, that's because I heard some clippers and somebody was pulling my pants down, and I became conscious. Mm-hmm. But I, in between that time, I didn't witness no light. I didn't. Nobody told me that I was coming back to the earth or anything. Now I want to say this because I said that, and then I want you to elaborate on it. <laughs> while I was having a heart attack, <laughs> while I was ha- while I was having the heart attack, I was in the ambulance, and um, it, it was a, it was a pretty bad experience. I got to make a long story short. The um, paramedic he punched me in the face, punched me in the stomach. They pretty much beat me up in the back of the ambulance while I was having a heart attack. Now at mm-hmm. that moment, my body was in a lot of pain because I was having a heart attack and I was basically going out and fighting for my life so I wouldn't be still so they can take my um, pressure or whatever, and I wouldn't be still, so that's why they was beating me. But I was fighting for my life because I was in a lot of pain. And to make the long story short, at that moment, even though my body was in a lot of pain, my mind was separate from my body. And at that moment, I did not focus on the pain when I was dying. I was more focused on my mind because my mind was in perfectly good condition. My mind wasn't right. sick. My mind wasn't right. dying. And I was still, right. in my mind, strong even when I died. So I still <laughs> was fighting for my life and I, because I'm saying this white man done punched me and I didn't take that very well. <laughs> and so my mind was focused on the Black Lives Matter. And this man was punching me. So, okay. so, so the, what, what I want you to elaborate on because my mind was separate from my body, even though I was being beat, right. I was I was dying, um, right. but it didn't affect my mind even to the time so that I died. The- I was trying to tell them that this man beat me. I was trying to tell because they finally got me to the hospital, and I was trying to tell the doctors that this man beat me, and I was still mad, but I was not my, – my mind and my body was two separate entities. Explain That's it. right. Yes, yes. That's well. You just explained what it's like to be in the the dream state too. It's just another state of what some people think is unconscious, but your 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 subconscious mind is always at work, and it's even more prevalent when your body is 
uh, is un- when your body is unconscious, when your body goes, uh, uh, gets out of the way, your unconscious, your subconscious mind goes to work, even it's more prevalent. So that's what it is. It's always there and it's always working, but it, you're more aware of it. it what well, we teach people to be more aware of it when they're dreaming, and that's, and that's where lucid dreaming comes in too. So you can tap into this awareness when you are open for it. So you were open for some great messages at that time, and one of the messages is it was happening to you is pay attention to your body from now on, buddy. Uh, or you're not gonna. We're not gonna. You're not gonna have it uh, to use for a while. <laughs> right, M- Patricia. Um, I, I gotta ask you, uh, Miss Tammy. Uh, Tammy. Um, yeah. <clears throat> sorry, Tara. Right, who's in the sandbox chat? Um, her her last two questions, right, are about dreams. She's like, um, I don't, I'm not, not even quite sure she even asked you. I stepped away. I'm trying to figure out what the hell was wrong with my mic. So did she ask you how, how do you interpret once um, as a night terror sitting on you? you know, like literally sitting on, on you, on top of you? Did she ask you that question? No. Okay, so her question, her question comes to night terrors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how, how do you describe or interpret night terrors as if someone's like sitting on top of you? Well, that's your, your feeling, that your, your sensation. Your, there's something going on in your life that you're not dealing with, uh, that you're not dealing with yet, and it's going to press on you until you deal with it. So you're, Suppression, uh, right? Yes, you are suppressing your feelings about some kind of... So I, I, what I dig with people, I say, what is it you're not dealing with? Because if you're not going to deal with it, it's going to deal with you whether you want to or not. So it's pressing on you. It's pressing on you to deal with some unresolved issues in your life. And I would, if the dream, I want to know, want to know more specific because that's that's a sensation she's describing. But if mm-hmm. I had images in the dream, then I then I could hone in. Then I'm well. Here's some images. You, you ready? Well, mm-hmm. she's talking twin tornadoes dancing around one another, and she goes on to say. What is Patricia's thoughts? So twin twin tornadoes down, dancing around one another. Your thoughts on that? Well, the twin tornadoes would be the the actual uh, airs of life. Those are the airs, and you're you're it's airy. It's not grounded. This is this is a disturbance. This is a, a utter disturbance. So not only is there something is at the same time as she feels. I want to know if she's feeling pressure on her at the same time as the twin tornadoes, or is this a separate dream? Right. Um, that, uh, that would be very to elaborate. Uh, elaborate a little bit, a little bit deeper there, Miss Tara. All right, I've got another another caller from area code five five eight six. Please please mute the live stream or the feed, and then then come right back here. Go ahead and turn your radio down. Turn your stream down. There you come on. Uh, yeah, I am gonna um, mute them until they turn. Area code five eight six. Please mute your live stream feed, and then we'll get right back to you with Trisha. Patricia. She's uh, you know whenever you were talking about twin tornadoes, right, Tara? She she's saying elaborate a little further on that one. What's happening? Go try- with twin tornadoes? Is there something else going on? 
than just twin right. tornadoes showed up. Where are you? I asked for locale. I asked for uh, who, what else is there. Uh, five eight six area code. I can't. I can't do anything with you if you're gonna not unmute or you're not gonna um. Yeah. Sorry about that. Oh well. Oh well. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, anyway, well, we you've can got talk about the twin twin tornadoes and the fact that there she definitely is having a sense that there's some major and when you dream in things that are multiples of things that means it's even more pressing that you need to deal with. You are, it, it, it will, the next time it'll be three, the next time it'll be four of something it, until you deal with whatever this is, that's a disturbance that's disturbing you. I guess this would be almost like a pr prophetic dream Tara is talking about now, right? This was, she's saying that the tornadoes actually happened the next day. It, it, it become a, it become a real world event and or a uh, again probably well, a we, prophetic dream right well it, what i like to say is when people start being in touch with what's going with the sensory part of their body and their mind they can sense things coming and it's not that it's prophetic you can like animals animal animals are are uh, intuitive and instinctive and they sense things in the air why do the animals start running through the hills when the tidal wave is coming they sense it. So when right. we allow ourselves to get in touch, we can sense things too. We are animals also, and we have the ability. We've just lost it over the, the uh, centuries. So now I'm training people to get in touch with their, their instincts and their, their um, intuition. And you, they, you can smell, you, she sends, you <clears throat> sense it in the air. You, you can sense thing if you train yourself to be a sensitive. I'm an ultra sensitive and I had a hard time getting through life uh, because I was so ultra sensitive until I learned to understand where my sensitivities, that I was just super, super in touch and a super, super um, sensitive. So now I, as an adult and, and understanding this training and training other people, you can, um, you can handle it better and you can say, okay, something's up and I'm, I'll prepare myself. I gotta, I gotta tell, tell, tell Tara, I'm sorry. I completely misinterpreted, misunderstood what she was saying. Cause she, yeah, she said that they know that, know that the, the tornado dream did not happen or it didn't happen. It was just a reeker. Oh, trying to read text and convey Absolutely sucks. Yeah, let's, let's have the callers call in. It's easier for you because then I can drill them. <laughs> right. Yeah, you you going to also drill them. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try this. Hang on. Hang on a second there, Honest. Let's, let me try to get this Michigan Michigan caller. I'm going to unmute you and see, see if that's any better. Michigan caller, Matrix Breaker, say hello to Miss Patricia Eltinch. Yes. Hi, Patricia. Yes. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Fine, thank you. I just have um, a question. Um, do you, through your experience, ever like connect certain um, things to what they mean? For example, um, rice. Does that mean a specific thing to you? 
or have you have an interpretation of that? Yes. Well, I ask the individual, what is rice to you? Rice to me? Here's how I talk about it in my book. Somebody might be dreaming of a dog, a certain type of dog, and they'll think, oh, I love dogs, and they they have a good uh, feeling about dogs. Somebody else has once been bitten by a dog, so they have bad feelings about dogs. So it's very individual. That's why the dream uh, dictionaries don't work. This is very individual. So what, what, how is rice in your dream? In what form? Why did it come to you? It came to you in a dream, rice? Yes. The reason I'm asking is because um, my mother-in-law who has passed away, she um, interpreted dreams for, for me and my husband throughout the years. And there are certain things that she has told us that it has actually come true. For example, if someone sees rice in their dream, it means gossip or um, you know, something that is coming to you that's not no. good. Let me just tell you this. No. Well, if you're trained, if that is your upbringing and you were taught that as uh, growing up, then that's your script. That's your upbringing to think that. But no, rice to somebody else might mean, oh, I think of weddings, they throw rice. Somebody else might have been grown up uh, in a, uh, an Asian culture, and they think of uh, it's homey, and they remind them of home because they had rice every day. So it's very individual. Rice does not have one meaning, or any given thing doesn't have one meaning. It has to do with the individual. So no, this is not fortune-telling. This is very, very deep psychology and, and intricate um, uh, work on the the, the 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 conduit between the conscious mind and the unconscious onto the the uh, collective unconscious. Okay, because um, I guess each individual is determined by their script yes. of how they perceive things and how it affects them within their dream state. Right. And how you perceive things in your waking life, because how you perceive things in your waking life is going to uh, channel and be downloaded to your uh, subconscious and then paper shredded and uh, categorized and stored there. So it's, a, it's a process. Mm-hmm. What so I think she's... Tr- just... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I would say what she's trying to say is is the reason why dream books like like she's saying don't work is because her version or her understanding or labeling of rice. Okay, she she Patricia has her own feeling and or definition of how she feels about this specific thing. I my own self or it, I, I may look at rice completely different than she does, and you your own right. self look at it completely different than I do or she does. So how we process these things at a subliminal, subconscious, even conscious level, it, the interpretation could be very different. That's why she asked you specifically how Tammy you think about rice, how you look at the car, the red car, or the whatever it being, these things, because right. we all process things differently. This is what makes us unique as individuals. You've heard me talk about that's this. that's why prior. dream interpretation is unique, right? Correct. Yeah. Mm, I see. It's individual. It's individualized. 
But there are, yes, there are global things. There are certain things that are masculine images and feminine images, but they will still, if if you're dreaming of a dog and and you're afraid of dogs, I'm going to say, what do you, are you afraid of? in your, your, your masculine side of life or the, mas, you know, the work side of you. So it, it, it will come in those terms. Or you love dogs. <laughs> you think dogs and puppies are very cute, and you're dreaming of dogs. And I go, oh, well, it sounds like you have something new and upcoming in, in your work life. So the dream will read differently for different people. So Patricia, what a- basically... Basically, your dream state is as individual as your fingerprints. A hundred percent right. Okay. Uh, I wanted to be, you know, sure on that. Because yes. whatever I say or whatever I dream, and if I interpret it to someone else, then I'm basically interpreting what I believe to someone else's right. Dream. I can't, that's why I can't do that. I, I, can, I can help you decipher your dream, and that's me as a facilitator, but I have to dig and find out what, things about you so that I know how you are personally processing things. I see. Okay. Does that help, that help uh, Tammy? I thank you. Yes, I, so I thank book. you for your advice. The book is... The book is called The Dream Class, Know Your Dreams, Know Yourself by Patricia Eltinge. Thank you. Thank you, Tammy, for calling. Got another question for you, Ms. Tara uh, Bonacci's got a, a – she she jumped out of the call, which, you know, what is with, with um, the little caller. The, again, being blown off of these platforms absolutely sucked. If not, I mean, we, we would have uh, many opportunities and many callers, trust me. Okay, um, who? Someone? One of the two. I've got two of you here, right? I, I do believe I've still got the two of you here. No, somebody is getting feedback. Who's listening to the show and listening to the, the specific conversation on the conversation? There we go. Somebody just dropped off the call. There we go. So now, no feedback. Okay, so Miss Patricia, there's a uh, Miss Tara has got she, she's she dropped off the call, but yes, yeah, she's still asking questions in the sandbox. So can I can okay. I throw them at you? Okay. Can I throw them at you? Yes, yes. All right. She's talking about work. She she's mentioned that you you yourself have talked about the workshops, right? Where where do you hold your workshops presently, or do you travel? I do. Well, I, I did travel. You did travel, right? <laughs> but now I have Zoom classes. What a lot of times, what people do is they'll organize one of their groups. I just did uh, recently. I did somebody uh, somebody's uh, 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 temple, and they had thirty five uh, people on the on the class. So I did a Zoom talk with, and it was interactive with their group of 35 and another time I did a, another group recently uh, on their zoom talk. So people can uh, ask me to do a zoom conference for their group. If they create, want to create their own group. And sometimes I'm, and I have a website, Patricia And you can also contact my publisher, Veronica lane books.com. They know everything, uh, what I'm up to also. And um, 
And yeah, right now it's everything is virtual, my talks. But yes, I used to go all over the country and, and, and do workshops and, and also facilitated the dream portions of other people's uh, weekend retreats and such. So people would have me come in and I would do a half a day on the dream work at, at somebody else's uh, conference as well. So I'm open to all, all uh, forms of uh, workshops. We've got... A, yeah, you, a... can, you can also, people, uh, Matt, people can email me to set up appointments. And it's all on, my, on the website. It's all on Matt's site. All on how to contact me is... Uh, oh, yeah. Patricia, we I've got a, a um, an interactive guest on in in the uh, in the sandbox here. That's got a question for you about um, this he's from Canada, right? What what happens whenever you like wake mid dream, right? If you wake mid dream, okay, and then then you you okay, write it down. Can you re-enter that? Okay, if you wake mid dream and write it down. Is it possible to like go back into that dream again? Like, can you can you pick you up can you pick to. up where you left out? You, sometimes people have, but it's not necessary. People think it might be mid dream, but you got what you got out of it. There's who's who's to say that that was mid dream? That's the dream. The dream is whatever images you can capture in that dream, and more will be revealed from knowing what those images are bringing you. And maybe the next night even, or maybe next week, it's not going to be the exact same thing, but something like that will, will f start filling in the blanks if you're doing the work, if you're diving into the work and saying, what is, what's coming through to me? Why am I dreaming of this? And you look up and you say, I keep dreaming of or this, or I meant this. I keep going up a hill. Why do I keep in this car, this old, this old beat up car? I'm going up the hill, and it can barely get up the hill. I keep dreaming of things like that. Or I had somebody who used to say they always dreamt of broken cars. The cars where they were driving in their dreams were broken and never worked. Well, what was happening in their life is that what the way their way through life was malfunctioning. And then they need, what they need to ask themselves is, why is my life, uh, the way, my way through life, the way I'm doing things isn't working? What can I do to make my life work better? Start asking yourself deeper questions. So the dreams are bringing you the questions, Matt. Right. I, I, right. I also see how, you know, the dream, the dreams themselves can help you as an individual better know who you are. Absolutely. That's the subtitle. It's the dream class. Know your dreams, know yourself. This is how to really know yourself besides your day to day, go to wake up, go to work, come home, eat dinner, go to sleep. There's a lot more going on for you than your, your daily grind. Right. Right. The Florida caller, I, I, I've not been meaning to like cut it, cut him off, but I, 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 you, I know you've got more questions. I know he's got oh, more me? questions. Yeah, you. Yeah, you. Yeah, well, yeah, you've been, you've been hanging, hey. you've been hanging in there. Listen, I'm, I'm just enjoying the show. She's saying a lot of good things. I'm just sitting back, you know, being in the audience, and it feels real good to find somebody that's breaking down the dream world. 
with this type of education. The the thing about it with this here, uh, I have a question. I have a question for her. Um, ask away, bro. It's just you ask away. I, you are the only caller that, that's left yet in here, and, and I've I've yeah, done know, my best to try to get everybody to come. I know you were saying the best for last. I got you. Ask Listen. it. Go ahead. In a dream, because the lady had called and she was um she was asking about when someone is on top of her. You, um, I think there was Tara, and Tara. She was asking like what what that means and um i like the way she explained it now here's the question are all the characters in your dream you yes all the care are everything you're not just the people even things that's why i was saying in early in the show the cat even uh water everything in your dreams is an aspect of yourself so to understand uh, all the you you can deep more deeply understand the different aspects of yourself we are a lot deeper than just these flesh and bones and, uh, you know, what we like for dinner, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. And see, I like the way she explained it because she broke it down very simple when she said that everybody's perception of life is different. And a lot of us, if rice is because of your tradition <laughs> and how you were programmed, then that's what rice going to mean to you. But it means something right. different to the next person. So she broke it down very clear that when we are dreaming, and that's why you can't use a dream book or um, somebody. A dream dictionary, you you're not a dream dictionary, a, right. A dream dictionary, you know, and nobody can basically tell you, interpret your dream for you without knowing what your definition of words are because it's an individual thing. And like you said, no, you have I, to ask them what their um, love, do you love dogs? Or are you scared of dogs? You have to know these things. Like you said, you have to ask the person what's their definition of the things. Because mm -hmm. everybody's dream would be interpreted right. differently. You're right. See, and, and that's what I, yeah. see, that's what that, I'm saying. We are all unique. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Go ahead, go ahead, Matt. All I'm saying is we, that's what makes us unique. She literally is catalyzing for you that we are, you are a unique individual. Your dreams are significant to you. That's what sets right. you apart. So in order yeah. to know you, what's going on with you, I, I, I can only facilitate in guiding you through your dream exploration. I can't tell you exactly, and but I I facilitate your own journey. Well, see what you're what you're explaining to me is that like a lot of people mistake psychics because a lot of times you talk to a psychic, they'll ask you some questions, and a, a lot of people feel like I shouldn't I shouldn't have to answer no questions. She should already know. No, she has to ask you questions for a reason because we all are fingerprints. <clears throat> we're, we're all different. Right. Mm hmm. But this, and, this is I've been told, yes, I have people say, oh, you're psychic. Well, in some ways I am. I've developed my sixth sense through this work to really understand the depth of, of an individual. And it does seem like it's psychic. I don't like to say that it's psychic, but some people see it as psychic. But it, it's, it is my gift to be able to help uh, help. I like to say that I help other people see themselves. 
So I'm not trying to tout that I'm so psychic. No, yes, maybe I am. But I want to facilitate <laughs> you, you to see yourself. Did right. you hear that? That was that was really cool. She wants to help you see and better understand yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Dude. Absolutely. She did. She did. So you know, she she is a she is a love. I'm telling you right now, dude. I'm I, I I've been looking for someone like her to help with with you know even my own self. But bringing her to the Matrix Minds was was phenomenal, phenomenal to have her here as a guest. I've talked to a lot of people, but I've never had the opportunity to talk to a dream interpreter like like quite like yourself ever. Patricia, I, I, I'm well, serious. Thank you. thank you. I appreciate that, and I appreciate you uh, appreciating my my style because, like I said, yes, I do. I I do tout my book, but my book is really, I my book came about so I can help other people, so that I can help others um, come to um, their own their own realization. Miss Patricia, we are all we are done with the hour and a half. It did, and to me, to me, Beautiful. time flies. To me, time flies. It really does. Um, I, I yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say other than these. I I know we can get these guys can get your book on Amazon. They can also get your book, which is available straight through um, your website. They can get it through. Um, Eaton's Veronica Lane book. Right. So, so I mean, through, I, through my website, patriciaeltinge.com, through uh, 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 veronicalanebooks.com, and amazon.com. And if you get it through Amazon, give me a five star review. Awesome. What if I, do, what if I didn't get it? Can I still my still able to do that? <laughs> Because I'm telling you, I haven't dove, I haven't dove into the book yet, but I can. I'm telling you right now, I've got a look behind me. I've got a little library of people that's given me books. Okay, people a lot like yourself that's given me books to read, and and it's. I'm gonna tell you, I'm I'm definitely definitely gonna gonna dive into this material. This is what I'm talking dive, about. Dive this deep. Dive, this will help you dive deep. This book will help you dive deep. Would you do me a favor and tell? Would you say something really, really, really productive, and and um, share share some love with the audience on your on your uh, as your last? Yes. Yes. Okay. Please do. Well, I will tell you. um, My my hope is that once you have absorbed the teachings presented in the dream class, that you will develop greater mindfulness through using these techniques of capturing your dreams and reading the symbols. And I can only, that we can all begin to live a more balanced and fruitful life (coughs) in this ever increasing complicated place we inhabit together. So uh, the more uh, dream circles and associations that we uh, involve ourselves in, and be around people who are looking for deeper answers to the mysteries of life. And may your dream journeys bring you greater awareness to what the universe has to offer you. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome ending statement, Miss Patricia. Patricia Eltinge, everybody. Thanks again, Miss Patricia, for joining me and everybody else here on the Matrix Minds. Again, I cannot thank you enough. I really cannot. My pleasure. See you again. See you all on right. video. <laughs> all right. Be safe. Be safe out there, and okay? Tune in to um, uh, LA Talk Radio on Thursdays, Pacific Time, 4 to 6, the third Thursday of the month. I'm talking with Dr. Pat Allen. I I will I promise you I will edit the live stream and 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 get li as many possible links to you as I can. I promise you. I will do my best bye to bye. help you out. Bye Miss Patricia. Bye. Take care of yourself. Be safe. Bye. All right, Matrix Breakers. That was Miss Patricia Eltinge, the dream analyst, author of the dream class absolutely awesome absolutely awesome awesome evening everybody and if you have not heard the entire episode and you're tuning in late i i encourage you to go back go back and listen to the many questions that i've i've, I've thrown her away she is full of knowledge when it comes to the interpretation of dreams we've always wanted to know who We've always wanted to know who to ask about the dreams. I mean, we've we've she shared with everybody that that our our experiences within our dreams are very unique, very unique, like the fingerprint on your thumb fingers. We are all unique individuals, and our dreams, our dreams are too also unique to us as an individuals. Once again, everybody, my name is Matt I, with the Matrix Minds. It is uh now. As of right now, October 31st, oh, 30th, I'm sorry. We haven't went two hours. Thank God. Nevertheless, thank you again for tuning into the Matrix Minds. Everybody be safe. Be the change that you want to see, and indeed you will see it. Till next time, see you on Monday, everybody. Matrix Breakers, keep questioning everything, even reality.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.